and welcome to Geeks with Shields, your home for all things good and nerdy in this The Darkest Timeline. I am the ever-elusive Slagathor. And I am Lord Commander Auric. Axel couldn't be here because we didn't have enough time for him to watch all of the uh, seasons that we wanted to talk about because yeah. we are talking about American Horror Story. I believe, and I have... <clears throat> good stats uh, i didn't actually look it up <laughs> that about 90 percent of the world loves american horror story and there's good reasons for it and today we're going to talk about our favorite seasons kind of like the what is it like um we're going to do a breakdown i think of the seven seasons we're not going to do apocalypse because we haven't had a chance to watch apocalypse yet we're going to do the first seven has seasons apocalypse even come out yeah apocalypse i think just came out yeah, so we're not talking about the latest season. We're just going to lead up to everything. Um, it's all on Netflix, Amazon, and I think Hulu. Mm -hmm. So there's no shortage of places to watch it. And we are going to go fairly spoiler heavy. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it, why? Why the hell would you have not seen it by now? It's very interesting. Not every season is grotesque and everything else. Some seasons are more horror-filled. Some are more suspense-filled. Some are just like, what the fuck am I watching? Kind of like, you know yeah so uh before we just kind of dive in do you want to talk maybe go a little bit more about what american horror story is and how we got into it no because i honestly don't remember okay well <laughs> i do uh, american horror story is an anthology film series from uh, ryan murphy mm -hmm. and we first got into it because you saw the trailer for the very first season which was just called american horror story later called murder house mm -hmm. and you saw the fetish monster and you're like, I don't know what that is, but it's dark and it's scary and it looks cool and I want to watch it. Yeah, I remember being I remember being extremely like excited to watch when we finally when it finally came to Netflix and stuff. I was like, oh, everybody's no, set. no, we rented this the first season we rented from uh, Hastings when Hastings was still around. We did. Yes. Oh wow, I don't remember that. It was you, me, and Captain Canada. And we rented and we got through the first season. And the first couple of episodes, we were like, this is really weird. I don't know what to make of this. Yeah. And we got through that first season. We're like, oh, wow, that was really good. But that ending, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. And we heard there was another season. And it was called Asylum. And we got all excited. Like, oh, they're going to, you know, build an asylum on top of, of the house. The house. Yeah. And then we started season two. And it was totally different. We realized each season is its own separate entity. Yeah. Until I think like the third season when we started noticing parallels and went, oh, wait, these are all connected somehow. Yeah. And then the ever famous, uh, um, what would you say, uh, theory came out that oh, it yeah. was all, you know, this. What, the, uh, the big theory for the longest time was that they were in hell and these were the various circles. Yeah. This has since been replaced and done away with. Which I think, I, 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 I still think that would have been really cool. Yeah, there's some, I don't know, something's going on, we'll kind of circle back to it. So let's kind of, you know, go over each of the seasons, talk about it a bit, uh -huh. and what we think, and then we'll end with where we think they fall in the overall ranking. So that first season, uh, Had a Story, big surprise twist ending I did not see coming. Which was what, the, the daughter was dead like, the whole the, the whole freaking time, yeah. Like, the, that's why she wasn't leaving the house or anything like that, and why there was some weird non-interactions with her and the parents and shit like well yeah because the whole premise of the first season in that house is if you die in the house your spirit gets stuck there yes and they're being haunted by all these other vengeful angry spirits that live there and it's a haunted house and 
then there's the weird kooky neighbor and her daughter. Yeah. And it's a, it's a it's a good season, but I don't know if the story is as strong. Yeah, but to I me- mean the scares are legitimately unsettling, especially the fetish monster, which for those of you who haven't seen, there's a latex there's a monster that runs around in a latex bodysuit that's just what rapes? murdering people and raping people and doing all sorts of unpleasant well, things. Well, he rapes the mother and she gives birth to a baby. Yeah, and it's like a demon. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Apparently, uh, the next season, American Horror Story Apocalypse, will go back to it. Yeah, it kind of looks like they uh, le- share the same thing. Um, it was a good season. It was creepy. Yeah. It had a good mystery. It did have a good mystery. To me, it will always kind of be higher up on my list of favorite seasons just because of the twist with the daughter and stuff. And it was the very first season we saw that really got me into the whole series and everything. So to me, it's always going to be high up on my list. Yeah. No, good overall season. Again, it was, I mean, the first season, it kind of, you know, was a reoccurring problem that this series has as a whole is when they get to the final penultimate episode, it all just kind of collapses under its own weight. And some seasons do that better than others, but this one really had kind of a letdown, well, what now? Yeah. Which, at the time, wouldn't have been bad because we thought there was going to be a second season and they were going to explain this more. Yeah. But we moved straight on to Asylum. Yes. Uh, To me, Asylum is... I don't like Asylum at all. I honestly don't remember much of it because, to me, it was very confusing. And I had a really hard time getting into it. I remember... The controversy of the man marrying the black white, the woman, the nun lady being all nice and everything, but she was possessed by the devil. I remember, what was it, a serial killer? There's the the bloody face serial killer, there's the monster, there's aliens, there's Nazis. This season, again, very creepy, very unsettling, too much going on. Yeah, way too much. I was completely lost, so I can't say much more about this season other than it's low on my list because I don't remember it. There's way too much, and it was very confusing for me. Zachary Quinto was a serial killer, and he did awesome. Oh, gosh, yes, he did. And that was, again, this was a good one, but kind of like a murder house. Too many horror elements going. Yes. There's monsters in the woods. There's a Nazi doctor working there torturing the patients. Mm-hmm. There's a nun that's now possessed by the devil. There's, there's aliens. There's the serial killer. What is he, like a therapist or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he's a therapist, but he's also a serial killer. Ah, uh, just so much going on. This one had a better ending, though. It all kind of came together yeah. a bit, but then it came back to the aliens, and I don't know. Aliens don't really work in the same setting that they've set up. Yeah. But at this point, it was a good season. And we're like, oh, that was a fun story. We didn't really realize these were, you know, interconnected stories or had something. I don't remember what the first real clue that they were all interconnected. I think maybe Ryan Murphy came out and said that they're all connected somehow. And he's been planting clues. Yeah. That's all. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So from there, we get on to season three, uh, Coven. And this one's actually pretty hotly debated. Like a lot of people consider this the worst season I don't think so. I think it was pretty good. I liked the fact that the maid lady, Kathy Bates, she was the murderer. And I love how they... Based um, on a real character. Yeah. Yeah, if you didn't know that, go look her up. She was wicked. Yeah. And I love that, you know, she she was forced to be their maid. And I love the snooty fucking witch bitch. 
I can't remember what her name is. Uh, Names don't really matter. Uh, I mean, if you've watched it, you kind of uh, you kind of know what I'm talking about and everything. But it to me, it was really good. Like I, the story for me made more sense than the previous. Yeah, this they one didn't had a, have a whole. There are witches on. living in New Orleans, and there's kind of a battle between them and a voodoo priestess. Yeah, while a sub thing going on with the ghost made murderer. No, she wasn't the murderer. She was just there. The main plot was also that one of them was going to be the penultimate, you know, leader of all the witches. I know, but then the ghost made, we were we learned about her backstory. Oh yeah, that was kind of something. But it, they kept it simple. There was two plots. There were the witches and there was, you know, a bit of the backstory about Kathy Bates' mm-hmm. character being a horrible, murdery, racist monster. Oh gosh, yes. I loved her character, though. She was very good at it. and Well, Kathy Bates is a fucking amazing actor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hands down. Uh, this is the first season that has a solid beginning, middle, end. Though, I don't know about the scares. To me, I didn't think it was scary. I think it was more of a thriller season. We like... had uh, Stevie Nicks in, and we found out, unfortunately, she can't sing anymore. Yeah. That was a real bummer. Yeah. Uh, we got they had some interesting social commentary. There's you know it op- like there's a rape in like the second episode. Yeah, and they, they get revenge on the the guys that did it and by murdering them all on the bus. And then she likes the one and brings him back as a zombie. And then you know he's got weird. I don't know. There's yeah. a lot of there's some interesting plot ideas, but it's fairly contained in its ABC storytelling. Yeah. That's what I enjoyed about it was there wasn't so much going on like the previous seasons. I could follow along. It made sense and it was entertaining. Yeah. To me, I I honestly don't think this should be considered one of their worst. Well, then there's the other one everyone says is the worst. And a lot of people said, oh, I'm done with this show, uh, Freak Show. And oh. I almost didn't watch this one because the main monster of this one was Twisty the Clown. Yeah. And he was creepy. What'd you think of this one overall? Like this one. Uh, this one, I would say, is probably a D for me. A D, really? Yeah, the parts that I really liked were twisty and everything, and I loved that they made you feel sad for the clown and everything. But when it came to the actual freak show and stuff, I didn't like the two-headed lady. She annoyed the shit out of me so bad. I didn't really like any of the characters. And then that freaking posh dandy dandy who became our main villain, who he was almost too comical to be taken as a serious thing. Yeah. I didn't like him. He's a spoiled rich kid, serial killer. They, and I think part of the problem was twisty was so creepy and unsettling. And then halfway through they do away with him and they give you his whole sad backstory that would have been much better placed at the end. Yeah. But this is the first one we get the real actual crossover because we get the nun from Asylum crossing over with this season. Mm-hmm. And we get Pepper. Yeah. Who was in Asylum. This is her origin, how she got at Asylum. Yes. So we now know that this one takes place before Asylum. And I still don't know how that factors in. There's a <laughs> timeline here. <laughs> But I don't know how it all connects or why the same people keep showing up in different roles. I don't know if I think it's as weak. I thought it was really cool. They actually got, you know, people with deformities to play. Yeah, it's sad. Um, I think most of them are dead now, unfortunately. Uh, like all I know for sure the 
the little lady. Yeah, I think she died. She died, yeah. I know the uh, lady that didn't have a lower half has also died. Yeah, and I remember, like, I was so interested. I was, like, Ma Petite, it, that was the little girl, the little woman. Yeah, I was interested to see the half woman there because I remember watching her documentary on TV. No, they went out and they got, and I said, yeah. I don't know. I know a lot of them have kind of passed on and it's kind of creepy and it's kind of ominous. Um, this, ah, they're starting to get their beginning ABC storylines a bit more figured out. It's mainly focused on Twisty the Clown, Dandy the Serial Killer, and just kind of the interactions in this carnival. I mean, there's some interesting characters, mm-hmm. but the story definitely is a bit weaker overall. Yeah. And it ends with a massacre at the end. Yes. Dandy goes and buys the, the freak show and then kills everybody. Yep. And there's that weird big musical number. Oh, yeah. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, this is kind of a forgettable season. And it's kind of the weekend. Um, I liked it more than most people, but I was starting to worry. And then we get to Hotel, which me personally, I thought this was the weakest one. I I like Hotel. I think Gaga did a good job as the vampire. I uh, For a while there, I don't know if I knew from the beginning that they were vampiric or not until we saw the children that she had no it's never really because yeah that was this one's big thing lady gaga will now be on american horror story in a series called hotel and i remember social media blowing up the very first episode oh my god i'm done with american horror story this was so grotesque this was so over the top this was so terrible i can't believe they did this and then we watched and we were like what the hell are they talking about (laughs) was everyone mad the demon with the screwdriver wiener Okay, that that's bad, but that is far from the most fucked up thing this show has done thus far. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, let's go back to Coven when she's sewing slaves' mouths with shit full, yeah. and then sewing their eyes shut, and then keeping them in cages. And no, that was ten times worse than this because that actually happened. Yeah. Um. So the main beats in this one are Lady Gaga's a vampire. Mm-hmm. She's kidnapped one of the main character's children. Yes. He's hunting a serial killer. Yes. And the hotel works kind of like the murder house did in that spirits get trapped there. Yeah. So again, this kind of comes back to the same problem I had with Asylum in that there's a bit too much going on. You've got, it opens with a whole vampire story. Like there are vampires that live in this hotel. Yeah. And Lady Gaga is like queen of the vampires and she's capturing people for their blood. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But the hotel is also haunted. Uh-huh. And one of the ghosts is kind of an H.H. Holmes-like dude. Like, he built the hotel to murder oh, yeah. people. Yeah. And this is probably the best character. Well, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. The actor, he did such a good job. But wasn't him and the vampire lady together? They were married at one point, but it's never really revealed. And, no, he does a great job, but there's also a serial killer loose that's collecting people's body parts, and there's a cop that's, you know, hunting them, and he's staying in the hotel and all the while his wife is trying to find their child. And it's like, okay, pick one of these stories. You're going back to a previous problem you've had with seasons of there is too much going on. Yeah. Um, the Halloween episode, because each season they do a Halloween episode. It hasn't been noticeable the last couple seasons, no. I don't think. But this one was really cool because he has what's called Hel- uh, our H.H. H. Holmes character. He's not H.H. H. Holmes, but he's meant to be. Uh he invites all these famous serial killers back and you get this kind of cool of all these big various serial killers. And again, you kind of get ties back to, uh, he kind of tying back 
to uh, murder house because on Halloween night, the spirits are allowed to, you know, wander from wherever they're confined. Mm -hmm. So you kind of get that big time. And this is also the one where we get a callback to Coven because I think the character's named Queenie. She's a living voodoo doll. She shows up at the hotel and she gets murdered by one of the ghosts. The, she was the black girl with the oh, living voodoo yeah. doll. Which again is now, and they talk about, oh, I saw you. You were part of that big coven down in Louisiana. So again, we're getting more tie-ins. Um, Lady Gaga did okay for me this season. I think for what she did, she did pretty well. But this season also, again, has too much going on. And this was the first season I was like, oh, I think I'm, they actually might be losing a bit of steam here. Cause yeah, I remember. There was just, it wasn't really creepy, and it wasn't really an intriguing story that kept me going. This one, we kind of had to push ourselves through, because yeah. there was no big mystery. It's like, oh, there's a serial killer, and, oh, there's vampires. Okay. I think the biggest mystery was, who the fuck is Drill Dick? Yeah. And what the hell was going on there? Because everyone- It comes out of nowhere. It only shows up twice. Yeah. And you don't really fucking know what's going on with it. Like. And we get this great throwaway line, which I'm still convinced means something. Because H.H. Holmes is talking to one of the ghosts, and he says, it's your kind that draws them here. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but that line is stuck with me. Because at this point, I've got a big board on the wall with strings. I'm like, all right. Now, in season three, <laughs> they reference back to season one. And this character actually shows up in season six. So, therefore, what's the connection? Yeah. Uh, there was a really cool scene. They had vampire children, which is legit creepy. Like, there's a big vampire infestation of children that got out. And I don't know. This season again, was kind of a bit, was a bit of a miss for me. And then we get into what I think, actually, this one reinvigorated my faith in the series, even though I still maintain it's poorly named, is uh, American Horror Story Roanoke. Yeah. This one was legitimately creepy again and had a good on, uh, especially, and I didn't realize it at first, it took me a while, but the house they're using, because this is a couple moves out to the country, buys this old house, creepy stuff starts happening, but it's the it's modeled after the Amityville house. Yeah, I had to go and look at it. I had to go look on the look on the Google and everything. I was like, okay, yeah, this looks like this. That was a nice touch. And they kind of do the Amityville, you know, story. This couple is being haunted by malevolent spirits. Yeah. Well, he travels, so he's gone, but it keeps happening to her and she keeps freaking out and everything else and uh weren't the cops in on it or something or because the cops never really believed her because they kept getting called out there and stuff and uh, because, you know, things kept happening to her and they didn't believe her and everything. And I, I feel like the cop was in on I don't remember the copping in on it. But it eventually kind of goes back and we get the whole big mystery is why is this place haunted? What's going on with this place? Yeah. And it kind of goes back and does an interesting take on the Roanoke colony. Yeah. In that they began, they had a terrible, you know, winter, and they began worshipping this weird voodoo forest god. And so, in, or in exchange for building a murder cult to her, she helped save them. And then eventually they got pulled into her ghostly realm. And then once a year, or like whenever there's a blood moon, they yeah. rise up. Now, this one's big twist is the first half of this show you're watching was a TV show. They yes. kind of go fourth wall breaking. Yes. And the second half of the show is a reunion reality show where all this stuff is real. Yeah. And the actual people have come back for different purposes. The wife is, I don't know where the wife is there, but the husband is there because he's fallen in love with the 
you know, forest goddess. Yeah, well, she's there because I thought she wanted, the wife was there because she wanted to get back together with the husband. Oh, that's and right. And he was there to get together with the forest goddess. Because they were boning the first time around. And Kathy Bates was not supposed to be there. She had a restraining order because she, she got, got so far into the character. Yeah, but she was there so that she could actually meet the person she was playing. The butcher god. Yeah. And uh, then her the main guy's sister is there because her daughter disappeared and everyone blamed her. Yes. But she was really taken by the ghost. Legitimately creepy. Legitimately good story. Yeah. But... The final episode kind of it goes one episode too long. And then there was uh, some Blair Witch shit going well, on. Well, it was too. all kind of tied to the Blair. It was modeled after the Blair Witch Forest Goddess. The problem where they add too much for me is they also have a zomb, uh, cannibal hillbilly cult. Oh yeah. Which can we can we leave that one alone for a while? It's, <laughs> we get enough of a bad rap already. We don't need this. We rape out of towners and eat your corpses. It's just yeah. Uh, come on, there's better things to do. And then the final episode is all the cops and whatnot show up because people are getting murdered on this set. And it's a blood moon. So the entire ghost village of Roanoke comes back. And the black the black lady is there because her daughter is there. And she's now a ghost together. It gets weird. The final episode yeah. kind of undoes everything that's good. Uh, lady Gaga was in this season. I didn't even realize she was there. She was the forest witch. Was she? Yeah. Because I kept wondering why he kept saying, yeah, Lady Gaga was in that. And I was like, she wasn't. She was just in the one uh, freaking hotel or whatever. She was the forest. I didn't know that. Which I don't know if that's a critique on her acting. They gave her no lines. They just said, okay, we're going to dress you up all like the Blair Witch and kooky stuff. And then you're going to appear in these sexy scenes. No, I think that's that's good. Is is that the correct use of your Lady Gaga? Dress her funny and make her do sexy stuff? I don't know, but... good the freaking witch she was the goddess or whatever she was good i found her creepy a solid season i mean this i get it It was legitimately creepy the story was good i just that final episode it takes it it goes one too far yeah and then we get to the most recent season which uh american horror story cult which i think is most notable because of its advertising campaign do you remember the advertising campaign at all it was that red hat right no that's uh the purge oh fuck uh no <laughs> this is the one they kept releasing all these different uh uh little clips and whatnot hinting at what the next one was and asking everybody to guess what it's going to be and no two seemed alike like everyone's like okay this one was a monster and this one was 50s camp and this one was aliens and this one was children of the corn and no one had any idea what it was. And then it came out like, we were just screwing with you. Those are all random images. This season's cold. Yeah. Now, you want to talk about how this one starts? Because it really sets the tone for the rest of the season. I know. And I freaking hate it. But I know why they did it. They started the season, or the first episode, everything, with the with Trump being elected president. The scariest concept they could come up with, reminding us the election happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's... That's the premise of the show. <laughs> the 2017 happened. ad, and it sucked. Everything and... happens because people were either super elated that he got made president or super uh, upset that he was made president. Like, there was the extremes on both sides. There was no middle part. It was extremes. And at times, to me, it, it was, was kind of, it was annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the cartoonishly liberal main character 
who just keeps spouting out all these horrible things like, well, we don't use cisgender pet names. It's like, who the, really? Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I know they exist. I, oh, I want gosh, to yes. know they exist. Just like I know the hardcore right-wingers that show up in this show exist. I just didn't be reminded. But the whole premise is Trump got elected and emboldened this main character to start a cult about, you know, that would eventually get him to world domination. And it sort of starts out well with that's how a cult would work in that, you know, he targets weakened people and he draws them in. But it kind of loses it because part of being a cult leader is being charismatic and likable. And he never really was that way to any of these people. No, but he was very persuasive. He, knew, he was very manipulative. Yes, he knew how to get to these people and stuff. Um, and in that, I think they did good with that. Um, I think they did really well. What I also think that they did well with him and his progression was that he got crazier towards as the as the season went on and stuff. His it went. He got further and further into it, going on weird. Um, like comparing what he was doing to like the Manson murders. He of- started you know, telling bedtime stories about other famous cult leaders where he played the cult leaders, yeah. which is really cool because he did a really good Manson. Oh gosh. Yes, he did. Uh, he also did a good, um, what was that priest that uh, drank the Kool-Aid priest yeah. and stuff like that. He like, I'm not up to he, date on my cult leaders, but you know uh, who he, I'm talking about. Yeah. And he also did, um, the one that did the fucking Campbell's can. Uh, Campbell's can. Yeah. Oh, no, not a cult leader. You're jumping topics. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he did Warhol. Warhol was not a cult leader. I don't know. I was trying to. Campbell's. I don't know that cult. <laughs> yeah, no. And he's actually he's a reoccurring character in the show. I wish I knew the actor's name, but he's proven to be a really versatile actor. Uh-huh. But I would say the first half of this season, when the cult is going out and committing murders and, you know, creating fear to get him elected, that's smart writing. Yes. That's interesting. But then halfway through the season, it kind of just loses ideas and gets a bit too scattershot. Yeah. Um, he starts murdering his own member. Because they're not devout enough. And then he abandons his whole core platform to get neo-Nazis on his side. And he starts naming them after bands. and Yeah. Um, it gets weird and it loses focus. And I think this was a good idea, but it wasn't fully formed. Well, and then going back to Andy Warhol and stuff, they kind of bring forth the Andy Warhol and the Valerie lady that was part of Scum and their whole conflict and her and then uh, tie that they rewrite history so that's now the Zodiac Killer and and everything. But and then go back to modern times where it's being. Uh, a lot of great ideas, maybe not the best executed. Yeah, they bring in a lot of stuff, and I, I don't know. It, well, okay, well, let's kind of go, was it creepy or unsettling at any point? No, it was more... <sighs> a handful of episodes were. Not to me. I thought the, the, the masks were a bit unsettling. Yeah, the masks were well made. They were well designed. I will give them that. That was cool. I was looking at some of them and I was like, oh, that would be kind of cool to wear for Halloween, actually. But um, the story... I think it's a mediocre... Like, maybe it, a, a B- or when a When you're trying to figure out who's in the cult and why they're in the cult, it's interesting. Yes. But once you get to who's in the cult and why they're in the cult, it really loses it's more of an interesting commentary on the way it is today but you know the way america is today with a lot of crazy shit happening and uh the media and fear-mongering and how that goes to you know help people get elected but i just i don't feel like there was a full idea 
don't know. So let's real quick just talk about what we think our favorite season, the best season is, and what the worst season is. Uh, Slagathor? Um, my my least favorite uh, would be The Asylum because I don't like it. I found it confusing because there's so much going on. Um, and my best, like I said before, is the first season. It got me it's into it. House. Yes. Um, I loved the twist ending and everything. Uh, I don't know. I just enjoyed the first season the best. Um, I think if I had to pick worst, I'm going to go Colt. Mm. I don't think it's going to hold up for rewatchability. Five years from now, I'd like to forget this, you know, period of time. And it just, it's, doesn't have a good story, and it's not really scary. I think my best is a bit of a toss-up between Murder House, which is really good all around except for that ending, mm-hmm. and Roanoke, which is solid almost all the way through, except for that final episode where it just goes over the top. Okay. So that's our thoughts. You can have different... Let us know down below. What's your favorite? What do you like? What do you didn't like? And are you excited for Apocalypse? I am. I wish I knew a bit more about what it's going to be. Oh, the mystery. I love the mystery of going in. You just have the title. I saw the weird demon baby, but... <laughs> you got I, any theories on how it's all connected? Nope. I don't even want to go into that because it hurts my head. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, that was a lot of fun to discuss. I think we should maybe do a Halloween month. What do you think? I think that would be a good idea. Just all month in October, we're going to do nothing but Halloween and scary stuff. Yeah. All right. You heard it here first. That's what October is going to be. So thank you again for listening. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe, especially the share part, because the more people that see this, the more we grow, the more we grow, the more we can do, and we can make better episodes overall. And if you really like the show and you want to help us out, just go ahead and visit our uh, Patreon page, Geeks with Shields. It only costs you a dollar a month, which is only 25 cents per episode, and you have no idea how far that goes towards, you know, making this podcast. Yes. Um, If you want to even show us even more love, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook. I'll put the links down in the description and everything. Don't don't feel like you can't talk to us. I mean, it doesn't just have to be, you know, you just listen to our stuff and go about your way. We want to hear from you guys. If there's something you want us to talk about or do a recording on, whether it be a full-length video or a buckler, go ahead and let us know. Um, comments down in our YouTube disc- di- episode. <laughs> comments in the, below our YouTube video. <laughs> Help with the YouTube algorithm because YouTube's a weird miasma of trying to figure out how to make it work and promote. And they look at it and go, oh, this video has comments. So that means it must be something worth promoting. Yeah, excuse me. I can't speak today. So then we're, we're always trying to get on different uh, social medias and stuff and try and promote. I'd say our... we're fairly interactive. We, we interact. We have a pretty good Facebook group. Yeah. I mean, if you want to know what we're working on beforehand or you want to, you know, say, hey, I think Axel is a pompous troll. <laughs> he loves to hear those things. <laughs> you can go ahead and tell him. Um, yeah. Social media push. <laughs> As always, this has been Lord Commander Ulrich. And the ever elusive Slagathor. Be sure to tune in next time. And as always, stay honorable.